Thank you for listening to the podcast of Bible Baptist Church. Please visit our website at www.southbaybbc.org for more information. Before God calls, He prepares. And when He calls, He equips. We know the story of when Jesus called Peter and his fellow, his fellow fishermen to be fishers of men. Here, he was about to call these men to be his disciples and apostles, but he was about to teach them a valuable lesson in faith and obedience. We can learn the same lesson from the master teacher and the author and finisher of our faith. The first thing we see in verse number four is Christ's command. You know, we see a group of fishermen. And they were busy in repairs. They were busy in preparation. They were busy doing fishermen work, but they weren't fishing. Do we have any fishermen here in the group today? My parents were fishermen. They loved to fish. My mother loved to fish. She was a nurse, and she saved her money and bought herself a bass boat. But she didn't go, she didn't want to go bass fishing. She went for crappie. That's, that's the, a real exciting fish. They're, they're only about this big, but they're so good. They're so good when they're fried. But she loved to fish. And there's a lot of work to do around. You can't just, all of a sudden, you're on the lake. You have to prepare and you have to, to you get back from fishing. There's still work to be done. Well, these men were busy with fishermen work, but they were not fishing. They were there, the ships were right there at the edge of the lake, and then Jesus commanded, said, launch out into the deep. Jesus said, let's go out away from this safe place to an unsecure place. Let's untie the boats and go out, leave the shallow water, and go out into the deep. And then he said, let down your nets and go after the fish. Nets, not hooks. You know, it's interesting, nets go after all fish. When you let down a net, you get big fish, you get little fish. You get good fish, you may get some bad fish, but they're all fish. He said, go out into the deep. Launch out to the deep and let down your nets. Look with me at Peter's response in verse number 5. And Simon answering unto him, Master, and he said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. You know, they knew their jobs. These guys were professional fishermen. They knew their equipment. They knew the lake. They knew how to use their nets. They knew where the fish were normally, but that night they had taken nothing. Now, they had done nothing wrong, but humanly speaking, they had accomplished nothing. They had done everything they knew to do that was right. They were faithful to the task. 
But Jesus said, let's go out one more time and let down the nets. Well, here we see reluctant obedience. Peter said, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. I'm sure he was thinking, Jesus, you're a great teacher, but you're not a fisherman. I'm the fisherman. Jesus, you may be a great leader, but uh, not a fisherman. I'm a professional fisherman. And so he said, nevertheless, I will let down the net. Just one. That's all. Well, look at what God did in verse 6. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. And their net broke. You know, Peter probably said, I should have listened to him. He said nets. And I just said, look. See, God always blesses obedience. He blesses faith, even when it's reluctant faith. You remember the story of Naaman in 2 Kings chapter 1? He was a great leader, and, but he was a leper. And that little Jewish servant girl in his house said, there's a servant, a, a prophet of God that can heal you in Israel. So he went to see him. Go and dip seven times in the Jordan River. Naaman said, you have to be joking me. That nasty river? We've got better rivers in Syria. What, what? Let me do something great. And then he left, insulted. But on the way back, one of his servants says, Jordan River, right? If he had asked you to do a great feat, you would have done it. All he said, dip seven times in the, in the river. Okay, I guess I'll try it. Reluctant faith, but God blessed. Obedience. And he dipped himself anyway, and God healed him. You see, in Mark chapter 9, verse 24, this father came to Jesus, and straightway the father of the child cried out, and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. And God healed. See, it's not that we have such great faith. It's just faith to obey. To step out. Make that first step of faith. God blesses faith and he blesses obedience. Those fishermen were blessed more than they expected. Oh, I'll let down the net. I'll, we'll do what you tell, tell us to. But they did not expect to get anything. And then they were overwhelmed with the fish. They were blessed more than they could handle. So Peter, we see in verse number 7, Peter's need. In verse 7 said, And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ships, and they, uh, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so they began to sink. Peter realized, I need help. The work, the task is much greater than we are. He called the other ships. He called the other ship fishermen. Come help us. The job is too big. The blessings are too many. Now, I have a net this morning. I've never really fished with a net. Actually, I got this net in Hobby Lobby, so it's not really a fishing net, but it is a net. 
But, you know, nets are a little difficult unless you really know how to use them. I mean, they have these videos on YouTube with these guys with the throwing out the nets and, and getting all the fish and getting probably more fish than they can know how to handle. I don't know how to do that. But I've got a net. Let's go fishing for men. Ah, where's my, my song director? Is he still here? Come on up, brother. El hombre indicado. You're the man. Okay, you're standing right here, and you are the man, and I'm the fisher of men. I tell you, well, let's go down here. We don't want to mess up the flowers. Let's go down here at the floor. Okay, so I've got my net. I'm going to cast my net. It's kind of difficult, isn't it? I can't, can't quite do it. Maybe, uh, yeah. yeah. I need help. Pastor, give me a second. Okay, I'm going to cast my net. I got, I got a partner. Now we've got one. You married? Yes. Is your wife here? In the nursery, okay. I tell you what, you hope, no, hope it. I'm sorry. Come, young man, come here a second. Yeah, can you help me out too? Okay, yeah, that's what happens when you sit on the front row. Okay, get, get right beside here. Okay, standing right beside. Okay, now we got two. Now we got three. Look at that. It always helps to work together. Because those fishermen realized, I can't do it on my own. I need help. Thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. You know, the uh, missionaries need your help. They can't do it on their own. The pastors here need your help. The, the church leaders here need your help. The members need the pastors. The local church needs the missionary. Uh, how else can you reach the folks in Orange Walk, Belize? I mean, I'm sure you can get a flight down there, start knocking on doors, but a lot of folks don't speak English. They speak Spanish, they speak Chinese, they speak German. Belize is a very interesting country. But you've got Brother Alvarez there. And he can reach them. He's the partner. He's the other ship. And you can stretch that net out between this church and the church in Belize. What about there in, in, in Honduras? Wow. The, up there in uh, Puerto Cabezas, right? I think, I think, that's, I think that's where it is. You can fly down there, but think you've already got a, there's another fisher of men down there. Just throw the net. Throw it to him. Together, you can reap souls. Guatemala, Mexico. Today, you know that you're reaching souls in Mexico because you're, there's a net stretched out between this church and that new church just under the border. Oh, it's a very needy and very dangerous place. I know the highway right across that Arizona border. You'd pray that God would protect this family, but God would bless them. And as that net is stretched between here and there, that souls will be saved. Many 
fisher, the fisher of men, many men will come in to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the first time Jesus commanded and told Peter, let down your nets. Peter said, well, I'll do it. I don't think it'll do any good, but I'll, I'll put that down. But look at his second response in verse number 8. When Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished at all that were with him at the draft of fishes which they had taken. Peter recognized Christ's position. Christ the Lord, Christ the Master. Christ is worthy of our praise and worship. He realized his own sinfulness. He was not worthy to be in Christ's presence. He was not worthy to receive Christ's blessings. But he also recognized Christ's power. He can do the impossible. We were just talking, talking to Pastor Kim before the service about China and, and some of these other countries. Even in England, the doors seem to be closing. And with men, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. If God wants his servants, his laborers into those fields, he's the master of the harvest. And he can send them. He can get them there. He can meet every need. So then after this great lesson that Peter learned of obedience and faith, Christ calls again, verse 10. And so also James and John and sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. God calls. It's interesting, if you study that little phrase, fear not, it's almost always right before a call to service. Fear not. It is a fearful thing to go out into this world and seek souls for Jesus, but Jesus said, fear not. From henceforth thou shalt catch men. He had a new job. No longer temporal, but eternal. He had a new master. Not a man, but God. And he had a new ministry. No longer seeking after fish for food, but seeking after men, the souls of men to be saved. No longer earthly, but heavenly. And then we see in verse 11, Peter's Third response. At first he said, I don't think so. Then he fell at Jesus' knees, humble, unworthy. But in verse 11, his third response, and when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. He left that which was temporal. Oh, it's important. Folks need their fish to eat. He needed to fish to live, but he left the temporal. He forsook that which was earthly, and he followed Christ to do that which was eternal. 
what will our response be? Are we busy in the work or are we just busy? We've heard several messages last week about people being busy in the work, but are you really in the work of the Lord? Are we busy or in the work or just busy? Are we ready to launch out into the deep and go somewhere unknown to us? Oh, it was comfortable right there, tied up by the shore. I believe it was cool and the breezes were blowing and it was safe. But Jesus says, launch out into the deep. Do we really recognize God's power in our lives? God Almighty lives within us. Are we ready to obey by faith? God honors faith. God honors obedience. Like Peter, we have been called of God to launch out into the deep. Go after the fish. We too have been called to be fishers of men. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 9 says, Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. We've been called. The question is, how will we respond to that call?